Welcome to Tech Bytes, presented by the Faculty Support Agents at Walden University. The FSA team supports Walden University faculty in their use of instructional technology in the online classroom environment. Our playlist includes tech advice, best practices, and quick tips for using digital tools. Let's get started. Welcome to Tech Bytes. In this episode, we will cover how to sync your Outlook calendar with your Google Calendar and your Apple Calendar to help create an effective and healthy time management skill set. To begin, let's sync our Outlook Calendar with our Google Calendar. Nobody likes having two or more calendars popping up messages all over the place throughout the day. We just end up ignoring most of them or snoozing them. So let's organize those calendars. First, you're going to open the calendar app on your Android phone. Tap on to open the calendar menu. Then tap on open settings. Tap to add a new account. Select Microsoft Exchange. Enter your Outlook credentials and tap sign in. Your Outlook email will now show under calendars to confirm you have successfully synced your calendar. Go back to check the calendar app and your synced calendar should be showing on your Google Calendar now. You may need to refresh your app if your calendar sync does not appear. Now let's sync our Outlook calendar with an Apple calendar. You're going to open your iPhone settings app. Scroll down and tap passwords and accounts. Select add account. Choose outlook.com. Enter the Outlook username and password. Toggle on the option to sync your calendars. Choose save in the upper right-hand corner. Now your Apple and Google Calendar should be synced. This is very helpful when you have a smartphone and are using either Android or an Apple device and don't always wanna open up your Outlook calendar. So this way you can use your main calendar if Apple or Google are your main calendars, but you can bring in your Outlook calendar as well and have everything showing on that one. Now we've got these synced, let's move on to some tips from Stephen Covey, the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We will review the order to time management that helps to create healthy habits. As Mr. Covey states, paradigms are powerful because they create the lens through which we see the world. If you want small changes in your life, work on your attitude, but if you want big and primary changes, work on your paradigm. Mr. Covey created a list of habits to follow so that we can learn to categorize our daily priorities. And this is where categorizing these habits and then incorporating them into your daily calendar can help really save you a lot of time and show you where you focus idle time and where you need to readjust. For habit number one, we're told to be proactive. This is where we achieve extraordinary results by consistently executing the R&I, which is resourcefulness and initiative to break through barriers. This is where we can focus on what we have influence over. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind. Now, most of us don't like the end of the story, but sometimes knowing the end or what the outcome is to be can help us to backtrack to see how we can get there. So in habit number two, this is where we develop an outcome-oriented mindset in every activity in which we engage, such as projects, meetings, presentations, other contributions, anything of that sort. 
habit number three, put first things first. Eliminate energy and time-wasting tendencies by focusing and executing on the team's wildly important goals with a weekly planning cadence. To live a more balanced existence, you have to recognize that not doing everything that comes along is okay. There's no need to overextend yourself. It's okay to say no. All it takes is realizing that it's all right to say no when necessary, and then focus on your highest priorities. Plan a weekly, but act daily. So what are your highest priorities? Your faith, family, job, community? Habit number four, think win-win. Lead teams that are motivated to perform superbly through a shared expectation and accountability process. Build trust with coworkers. Habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Create an atmosphere of helpful give and take by taking the time to fully understand issues and give candid and accurate feedback. This feedback applies to both your outreach to students and communication with coworkers. Habit six, synergize. Mr. Kobe tells us to demonstrate an innovative problem solving skills by seeking out differences and new and better alternatives. Habit seven, sharpen the saw. Tap into the highest and best contribution of everyone on a team by unlocking the total strength, passion, capability, and spirit of individuals. What does this mean? Putting it simple, Make time for you. Maintain and increase effectiveness. We need to renew ourselves in body, heart, mind, and soul. As we create our calendar and put our activities on our calendar, we'll create these seven habits and we will become effective. We will notice that our outlook will be lighter. We won't feel so bogged down with tasks and maybe unfulfilled wishes, dreams, accomplishments that we had hoped to get. So using our calendar really will help us to be more effective in time management. So to help better create organization, you can use an Excel spreadsheet or create a table in Word or other program like Google Docs. You're going to create this table or chart with four segments in it, basically a square with four boxes in it. And in each of these boxes, we're going to label them as quadrants. We're going to have quadrants one, two, three, and four. Quadrant one will be in the upper left corner. Quadrant two will be to the right, so it'll be in the upper right corner. Quadrant three will be in the lower left corner. Quadrant four, the bottom right corner, the remaining corner. In quadrant one, we're going to think about things that we're going to place here that are going to be urgent and important. This can be things that you work on weekly, such as student submissions and grading, and focusing on continuing research that has deadlines. Regardless, this category should include impending deadlines, have a direct relation to time-sensitive goals and involve anything that has a risk. The first quadrant should only contain those activities and responsibilities that require your immediate attention. Think of deadlines, it goes here. The space is reserved for emergencies and extremely important deadlines. Should a major crisis arise, you'll have to postpone other tasks. We can't always schedule an emergency. Emergencies are that, they come up unexpected. But you can still make time on your calendar for it. 
And as you go through these quadrants and list these items that you work on each day, you'll be able to see the quadrant one has your most pressing issues in it, which usually are related to your job. In this quadrant, again, you're going to have crises, things that are pressing problems, projects that are deadline driven. Again, emergencies and last minute preparations, mostly job related items. These are the most pressing of tasks that we likely get to during the week. I think most of us have gone to where we plan something, but it doesn't work out. And we wonder how in the world did we get off track? This is where using your calendar is going to come in handy because these crises will erupt. The most pressing meetings or deadlines fall into this category. When we do firefighting, it's all relating to stuff in quadrant number one. Quadrant number two, this is where we place non-urgent but very important items. This is where a lot of our personal connections come in, our family, our friends, our personal self-improvement. These are items that may require some planning or additional steps. The items in quadrant two should directly relate to your overall goals. This quadrant is where you place items not requiring immediate attention. So again, think of personal development tasks. Examples for this quadrant are things like planning, preparing, training, exercise, health, recreation, family. I keep stressing family because we rarely make time for family. We put other things ahead. So we need to learn to schedule time for our family. If we have to put it on a calendar, so be it. It will become a habit after a short time. Category quadrant two also includes putting down things if you're having a lunch with an important contact or client, an important meeting, anything that is relationship driven, relationship building. Also long-term planning items go here. Could also be attending a conference to learn about some new area that you've heard a little bit about, something that sounds promising but may not pan into anything. Again, quadrant two is all about you. It's all about personal development. So we need to schedule time for that. We wanna be well balanced in our life. In quadrant three, we're gonna place all urgent non-important items. The items in this quadrant include something that was a result of poor planning with quadrants one and R2. Anything that may be urgent, but interrupts productivity or causes a distraction. You can actually delegate um, items uh, that fall into quadrant three to another person. So yeah, we can delegate. Quadrant three includes interruptions, meetings, and small talk. Maybe your homeschooling as well. You need to put it on your calendar because we've had to adjust to make time for things that we never had planned on before. So these will include items in your daily time management calendar. You'll either be able to eliminate tasks once you see them written down in front of your face, or you can scale them down or move them to another day, or like I said, delegate to another person. These tasks are the biggest reason that we're not more successful in the long term. They clog up our time today, but when we look back on these things at the end of the week, we'll have to admit that they were a waste of time. These are interruptions that happen, such as phone calls. These are poorly thought out meetings that soak up our time, but don't accomplish anything. But these are things that we attend because we 
already accepted the invite or were required to be there. These are other activities which we tell ourselves in the moment that we must do, but if we stopped ourselves to really think about it, we'd realize they aren't that important. Again, it's all relative. So what are you putting in quadrant number three? In quadrant number four, this is anything that is not urgent or important for this quadrant. Items that cause the least amount of stress or something not directly related to the overall or time sensitive goals. One example here would be scheduling your meals. Yes, I said scheduling your meals. Meals should be eaten consistently. It's how we survive as humans. But meals can be moved around and do not normally cause stress and are not directly related to your overall goals or plans. In category uh, quadrant four, we have time wasters. Think of games on your smartphone. Items that fall into this category include trivia games, time wasters, surfing the internet without purpose, watching TV for hours, things that really don't accomplish anything or get you towards your goal. These are things that we do because we feel we're tired and need a break. It's watching a mindless TV show at the end of the day it's checking and rechecking Facebook and Twitter during the day because we think we might be missing something. It might be mindlessly eating potato chips, even though we're not hungry. We prioritize these things in the moment and obviously derive some pleasure from them, but they're really not urgent or important. Yet we'd be amazed at how much time we waste in a given week on these tasks. So once we write these down, we can see where we are spending the majority of our time and make adjustments. When we make these adjustments and add them, these daily items to our calendar, no matter how minute they are. Yes, schedule if you need a bathroom break, put it in the schedule, learn to train your mind to read your schedule, have that calendar pop up for you, give you that reminder. It'll help you to build these habits so that you won't need to be using your calendar sometime in the future that you can use it for maybe just for meetings. Some people tend to leave all of these items because they don't want to forget to hug their family or spend time with their family or eat dinner with their family. Schedule it, put it on your calendar, make it a habit. Use the technology that's available to you. You carry it around in your, in your hand, you have it in your pocket, your purse, your bag. It's sitting on your desk. Use that tool. Use the technology to help make you a better you. So once you've created this matrix and you can see where all of your time is going each week, you can see what's important to handle right away and then which items can be delegated out to other people or handled at a later time. Quadrants one and three are the areas where you will see the majority of your activities. Quadrant two is neglected by most people because it's the area where we find our personal development. Remember quadrant two is all about you, but you still need to give time for you. If you simply spend 30 minutes at the beginning of each week thinking about these four quadrants and what you want to spend your time on in the coming week, you will be 10 times more productive than you usually are every day because writing it down and seeing it, have it on your calendar, creating those quadrants, creating that calendar will help you create these habits. What you'll quickly realize is that you've only been spending time on urgent tasks each week. Most of us do. 
It's a constant fire drill. You're simply trying to get one thing off your plate so you can breathe for a half a second and get to the next emergency to get off your plate. After you create this matrix for your daily time management calendar, you make sure to include your personal daily items. Schedule time for things like spiritual time, regardless of your religion or your faith, or just downtime. Schedule it for your family and time for yourself. Remember quadrant two. While it may sound odd to actually put something like hug my spouse or kids or eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner. Once your calendar or daily matrix is set and you begin following your routine, you can effectively use technology through a calendar to help you remain relaxed and organized. You'll be amazed at everything you can accomplish throughout a day when you have this listed out. After a short time, these items listed on your calendar will become habits. Healthy habits help to create a well-rounded you. It helps to create a healthy you. So put everything down on your matrix, then add these items to your calendar. Do this every week so that you can function more efficiently and not only reach your work goals, but reach your family and personal goals by scheduling everything to help you create habits to meet your overall well-being. Thank you for joining us for Tech Bites. If you would like more information about any of the topics discussed in today's episode or would like to receive personalized one-on-one support, please reach out to us at facultysupportagents@mail.waldenu.edu. Don't forget to tune in next time for more Tech Bites.